Okay, so I am originally from the Wirral Peninsula, which is kind of a little bit that sticks out near Liverpool. So between Liverpool and, and Chester, depending on who you speak to. Um, my mother always says that we, you know, she was um, disgusted when we had to change our, our postcode from CH to L, because it meant that we had a Liverpool postcode, which so, um, but we eventually got the CH back. But that's where I'm from. I studied, um, I went to a, 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 a nice school, all boys, Christian Brothers School, where they used to strap you across the head, you know, mad. And then I went to university at Keele, which is in Staffordshire, for those of you who don't know it. And I studied law and psychology. And uh, I always had the, the kind of idea, or maybe my family did for me, that I was going to be a lawyer. And so I, I went from there and trained up to be a, a criminal lawyer, which was which was great. It was shocking and exciting and uh, scary because you effectively would be negotiating for someone's freedom and there's no higher price. So that taught me a huge amount and I actually enjoyed it and I wasn't bad at it, but I was pretty good at it, I'd hope. And you know, you, you go to court, you go to police stations, you mix with the, the underworld and, and all sorts of people for all sorts of things that they had done or were supposed to have done. So it kind of, it really is life experience at its, not at its finest, but at, it, you know, at the sharp edge, I would say. And I learned a huge amount from that. And just as, my, just as my career was kind of getting going in the legal profession, they introduced legal aid franchising, which is when the whole thing became very kind of restricted. And it was basically the government um, cutting costs for, for legal aid work, which was most of the criminal defence uh, work. So I could see the way it was going. I could see, and now it's, it's a mess. The whole thing is a mess. And, and you know, criminal lawyers never earn the, the, the most money at the best of times, but now it's, it's very, very difficult to, 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 to do it. So I got out of that profession, and actually um, I had an opportunity to work with Aldi, you know, the, um, the discount retailer. And I lasted three months. But I, I tell you, I did well to last three months because um, that was a tough, grueling experience. I, I went to become one of their area managers and the training courses, you actually have to go onto the shop floor and cut up boxes and you need to memorise the, the, um, the sale price of all the items. Because <laughs> in those days, they had, didn't have barcodes. That was one of the cost-cutting measures that Aldi had. And that was, that was really tough. That was... That was um, that was really tough, but again, real eye opener. You know, it, it it gave me great insight into how some of these big companies are run, and, and particularly in that very competitive retail environment. So I, I walked away from that, and then I got into kind of management consultancy, high end recruitment, that sort of thing. And we had a, a an office in York because by this time I'd moved to Leeds, where I met my my um, my future husband, who I've been with for. Over 30 years, he'll tell me exactly how many, but I, I know it's over 30, which is a long time. And um, so, yeah, we had the office in York and also in London, so I was kind of between the two, and it was great. And, and Paul, my partner, he, was, he, was, uh, he had a very good job in the education sector. We had the nice stone detached cottage in Yorkshire in the little sleepy village with the pub with loads of lock-ins, and we had the nice Audi TT and the BMW. Ooh, it was great. But actually, we hardly ever saw each other. And it was a case of, you know, you wake up, you go to work, you've got a big commute, you go to work, stress, 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 big commute home, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, you get home, get a takeaway, bottle of wine, oh, I'll have another glass, you go to bed, and it's just rinse and repeat. And it was, there was no quality of, well, we had a decent life, but there was no real quality of life. 
And so when uh, my little company was sold and my little shareholding in that company was swallowed up by this big PLC, it gave us a little windfall. Not a huge amount of money, looking back it was, wasn't, but at the time it felt like a lot and it felt like a life-changing amount. And so we just headed, headed for Spain. And luckily it was the right time for both of us because Paul was stressed out in his, in his job and we just decided to, to run. And I think that's fairly common, you know, people who, who make that move, there needs to be a reason. And you know, it needs to be all about timing and, and all those things. And I think it just felt like the right time for both of us. We didn't have kids, no pets, nothing else to think about. We sold up in the UK, so we committed to it. You know, I think sometimes if you don't do that, there's always that, oh, should I go back? And look, life is not perfect. You know, there's, there's, there were problems, there were issues. But I think that's good in terms of being able to advise our clients now, you know, that, that this isn't going to be all rosy and wonderful. There's going to be people who don't turn up to do this, and people who don't turn up to do that. It does rain occasionally in Spain and, you know, all those things that people just know, don't think about. So we, um, we came over here. We had a beautiful little apartment up in the hills of Marbella, which we didn't spend a lot of money on, but we felt like we'd escaped the rat race. And um, I still look back very fondly at that, that time where we, we felt that we had, for the first time in our lives, we had freedom. And it was, it was a, wonderful, a wonderful time. And um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm getting all wistful. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it was cool. And you know, whenever people say to me, oh, you know, you're so lucky, and you did, well, we weren't lucky. Just, we just hopped on a plane with a few suitcases. You know? And sometimes you, you've got to do it. No point sitting there feeling jealous about what people have achieved and what they've done and living in the sun. Anyone can do it. It's just having the uh, cojones to, uh, to, you know, to do it. And okay, we, we have the opportunity because of the no kids, no pets thing. And I appreciate that get, that gets in the way and adds cost. But you know, there's a time in everyone's life where it's possible. And it's just whether you, whether you want to do it. Mm-hmm.